0: Hey, guys. Yeah, it's me again. (laughs) Love the movie talk. What shall we say? Tangent?
1: (laughs) Pain in the ass!
0: Welcome to Off Script with Jason and Joel. And now, here are your hosts. Two guys who would like you to say hello to their little friend, Jason and Joel.
1: What the hell is he talking about?
0: Huh? My little friend?
1: (laughs) It's sort of like how Jason, we, we, this is a banner day, folks. Jason and I have known each other for what now? Four years-ish? Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, Four and a half years, something like that. Yeah,
1: so a while. We've been podcasting together for the better part of what? Two Two and and a half half years-ish? Yeah, okay. Yep. And for the first time ever, uh, Jason came to my home. Mainly because I needed to bum a ride because my vehicle was in the shop. So for the first time ever, he got to see where the magic happens (laughs) on the other side of the microphone. He got to see the I'm using air quotes
0: booth studio, the studio. I like to think of it as I got to see your microphone in the closet.
1: Well, (laughs) and and to which his reply was, huh, I thought it would be bigger. So that really goes in well with what JV said. (laughs) (laughs) And I need therapy now. So thanks, guys, both of you for that.
0: (laughs) I am not compensating for anything.
1: I would drive a smart car. That's how much I don't need to compensate.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, I have an SUV. Don't don't you have an SUV?
1: Yeah, but that was because it was given to me. I had to pay eighty six dollars for it. You're You're talking you're talking to the guy who drove a two thousand Chevy Cavalier. Come on, Terry. I know you're right there with me. (laughs) Although Terry's looks like freaking right off the showroom floor compared to what mine looked like. Into I drove it into the ground, baby. Oh yeah. And I'd still be driving it if it wasn't for the fact that, (laughs) yeah, somebody gave me a car.
0: It was it was close to getting to the Flintstone stage. It really was. It was. It was pretty good. (laughs) So yes,
1: welcome to off script with I'm Stinky
0: (laughs) (laughs) Whistleteats.
1: And I'm Jack Hole (laughs) McDucherson. And together we make up Jason and Joel Your fearless duo. Now, it's important you stick around because two big things are happening in this episode, Jay. You ready for it? Wait for it. Wait for it. Not your microphone. Wait for it. F you. Wait for (laughs) it. (laughs) C&D Theater, an all-new edition, which we will precede C&D Theater with a general all-around mocking of all of those of you that apparently couldn't guess the last one. Which is funny because, Jay, I hope you have it written down because I don't even remember what it was. But that's okay.
0: <laughs> Which means we don't know what it is, so mock <laughs> fail just happened. But, uh...
1: Epic mock fail. So there's a new C&D theater. This one, is, this one really is one for the ages, folks. I'm that's not even going to lie one. to you. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yeah, by great, we mean crappy. But entertainingly <laughs> entertainingly so. Right. And the other thing is a a big podcasty related announcement for yes. all of you let's just say fans of flicks that might be forgotten for all of you old folks yeah basically you, like Jason yeah. all the old people like Jay <laughs> want to tell them what your next birthday is Jay or are we going to save uh, that no No. want to hmm? no. <laughs> we'll let that cat out of the uh, mm-hmm. the 40 uh, odd bag what <laughs> hat. <laughs> yes, I am. So, on oh. that note, Jay, want to jump right into it? Let's just go. Let's go off script.
0: <laughs> by the we way, I, long, I love that opening. With, I
1: love so. the opening theme song. By the way, I meant to tell you, it is yeah. rocking. Good, isn't it? It's, it's good. really good.
0: I tell you, it's it's simple, but you know, it, it gets right to the point. Yeah, it does. <laughs> So I think this is an exciting week. Uh, there's a couple of things I would definitely am excited to talk about. Um, we mentioned last week that I was going to watch a film over the weekend that I reviewed with Kevin Batchelder on his Saturday B-movie reel, uh, which by the time this episode come out, comes out, his will be out. Uh, talk about that in a second. And okay. then you've seen some movies.
1: I've seen a couple things. One movie in particular that I wanted to bring up that I actually I don't believe I even told you that I saw. Oh! Ah, I, I did that on purpose. Excellent. It's, it's a surprise.
0: We're going to jump into a cold. And
1: then I want to discuss just briefly, albeit very briefly, which we know translates into about 48 and a half minutes. <laughs> I would like to discuss my feelings on the first few episodes of the new season of Arrested Development.
0: Oh, yeah. That's on my list, too, to mention. Okay. Uh, okay. it's on my list, too. So Okay.
1: okay. So um, what would you like to begin with? Would you want to just talk?
0: I, I want to start, yeah, I want to start real quick with uh, the movie that I saw. Um, as you and, and most of the listeners of our other show, Forgotten Flicks, know, I'm a big fan of of sci-fi B-movies. And What? Uh, I didn't yeah, know I that about you. It's it's, it's a subtlety. Oh. I keep it at traps generally. Um, but, I, I
1: knew about the whole weasel porn thing, but no, didn't know about the sci-fi B-movie thing. Hmm. Weird.
0: That website never took off, by the way. I'm never getting my hundred dollars back. No, I I love I I grew up on the old black and white uh, 50s, 60s, 70s kind of um, sci-fis like the the Gojira, the original Godzilla, those kind of movies. Real quick,
1: Jay, just real quick. So you grew up on those. So when they first came out and it was like seeing that new pristine print, (laughs) what was that like?
0: When I went to the theater, we paid a nickel for movies. You damn kid, yeah. the hell off my! i um,
1: just, I'm just, I'm just asking.
0: <laughs> no, I kind of grew up in the generation uh, of the Mystery Science Theater three thousand and watching those. But um, before that, I really was a fan of the of the cheesy movies, and um, I love the some of the old stuff like. Uh, Night of the Lepus or even before that, like Attack of the Killer Shrews and stuff. And so I'm a big fan of those. So I like the new stuff that's coming out, like the sci-fi stuff, the cheesy stuff we've talked about on here. But there was a a movie coming out um, that technically came out, but it's coming out on DVD uh, and Blu-ray in June that Kevin Batchelter introduced me to uh, called The Ghastly Love of Johnny X and he sent me a screener for it that the director sent him to review uh, and we got it and the the whole idea the movie is shot in black and white it's all Which is awesome. it, it is and then it's bold to do especially in you know the days of making everything 3D IMAX uh, just for the sake of making it 3D IMAX and charging seven extra dollars Do you think dollars. anybody
1: would have the balls to do that a 3D black and white movie?
0: I would I would go to it. I, I wonder how that would years.
1: work. Would the would the technology work? I, oh, I can't absolutely. see why it wouldn't.
0: Yeah, they've done black and white 3D movies. Oh well, yeah, yeah, old-
1: yeah, that's old school. I'll talk about the the new way of doing it.
0: No, I'd like to see a movie come out that's old like Schindler's List. Uh, well,
1: maybe not that
0: one. I don't want to see that in 3D. Really? <laughs> no, so, no, that's a good point. No, no, no. something more up. Something,
1: something like I don't know.
0: The piano was that black and white?
1: No, no. How oh. about how about uh, the Elephant Man?
0: Yeah, that's a better. Yeah. I still don't want to see that in three D, <laughs> but but some kind of a a, a stylized uh, remake of that that genre because that was a big thing in the fifties was the uh, uh, the three D horror sci fi movies that type of thing. But this is a movie that was made um, last year, two thousand twelve, and it it the stars aren't. Uh, they're not really big stars. So no one that really has the um, hell they're not
1: tell them who's in it,
0: except for Creed Bratton, uh, who of course, uh, was on the office. May I just add
1: about Creed? What I absolutely, the one thing, even though I think we all can agree as (laughs) fans of the office, it went a bit of a downward spiral after Steve Carell left. However, I will say, I love that. They never ever gave Creed any kind of real backstory. He was the only character. I mean, yeah, you
0: how, don't know where. Nothing, he, yeah. yeah,
1: there was. It just it stayed weird till the end, and I <laughs> love that.
0: Exactly. Yeah, um, he was actually the he was actually the best in this because he plays like a washed up old uh, rock star. Cause the whole thing is set in the fifties, and he plays a washed up old rock star who dies, and these aliens who look just like humans, uh, who were huge fans of his, bring him back to life as a reanimated zombie. Um, and he just, it's just, it's quirky. Read the description. I guess the best thing you can do is go out and find the trailer um, because the trailer definitely gives you the style of what it looks like. It's quirky, weird, cheesy, you know, not anything that really should be a mass release in theaters, but it's a cool one to own for, for lovers of cheesy sci-fi, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. But uh, it was fun talking with Kevin about it, and uh, it was an interesting thing. Uh, interesting movie to sit through. Uh, it also had uh, Kevin McCarthy, who's in Invasion of the is Body it, Snatchers. Yeah,
1: it was like his last, one of his last movies, right?
0: Yeah, it was his last credit. It's the last credit before he passed away. I, I told Kevin, I said, one of the things that's interesting is Kevin McCarthy. My first um, recollection of him
1: gremlins. was
0: Gremlins. Yep. Him doing that scene. Yeah.
1: Yeah, from Invasion of the Body Snatchers.
0: Yep. So. Um, They're
1: coming for you.
0: you are already here.
1: You're next. You're next. You're yeah. next. And Gizmo with his cute little eyes.
0: Yes. So that it was uh, it, Kevin McCarthy's. In inner
1: Space. It, Paul, he was in Inner Space.
0: He was in Inner Space. That's right. Um, Paul Williams was in it, famous singer and actor as well. Um, so he, he was in it, played a quirky character. Reggie Bannister, which you may recognize.
1: Yeah, Phantasm.
0: Yep, he was in Phantasm all those. Bubba Hotep as well. So Ooh. um so anyway, it has a couple names in it and it's it's kind of a fun ride, definitely worth a DVD, you know, purchase or rental. So um fun if you get a chance to watch it, but it's it's definitely an odd movie. So watch the trailer, read the um description in IMDb first because <laughs> it's a it's an acquired taste.
1: So what we'll say is that it's perfect for you then.
0: It is. It well, is. No, Well, it's,
1: it's perfect for me because it's for people who have an uh, acquired taste. I obviously podcast with you, and right. you, my friend, are
0: an acquired it, well,
1: taste.
0: Your, your microphone still isn't as big as I thought it would be. So,
1: screw you. <laughs> it's so high powered.
0: It does the job. It does the job. <laughs> Is that what she tells you to make you feel better? Is Wait, really-
1: My microphone does the job. <laughs> you can hear me, can't you?
0: <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that's good anyway, stuff. Anyway, so that's that's the only full-length feature I watched this weekend. I, I had a lot of stuff going on. I was at a uh, at a convention and stuff and so I was I was busy, but um, I did get that Oh, catch like a that. sci-fi
1: convention? Uh, no. Uh, like a <laughs> horror convention?
0: No, but I like, am like 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 a mystery lovers convention. No, but I am going to be going to SuperCon in Miami in July.
1: Wouldn't it be great I, if that was like truth and advertising? And in fact, you went there and it was just a bunch of con artists.
0: Um, and what was, in
1: fact, I- is a super con. <laughs>
0: <laughs> was a super con? No, I will be driving my uh, second daughter down because she wants to see there's a whole bunch of anime artists. Famous ones are going to be there. But also, to my delight, George Takei will be there. So who is he? I'm going to get my picture taken with Sulu from <laughs> Star Trek and uh And Facebook fame, I guess now. So
1: yeah,
0: super. I'm
1: sure if you asked 14 year olds, that's that's the guy that's always on to see the stuff from him on Facebook.
0: Yeah, I remember him as Sulu and the the guy that went crazy and fought Kirk. So (laughs) fought Kirk. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so I've got you know I've watched a lot lately, watched some some TV, and uh, like I told you, I've been um, kind of binging on equals three, which is a YouTube uh, channel and series, which has been funny, but yeah, uh, my film watching has suffered this weekend. So I'm making up for it this week. I've got like three or fours that I'm going to be written and watching at home. So
1: excellent. That is excellent. It, it just occurred to me that the timing of when this episode is coming out, was it the last episode where I said that I was going to go see Iron Man three and star Trek? Um, we haven't uh, talked about me. See, having seen them.
0: I don't think so. No, we talked about Iron Man's gross and that you were going to go see Iron Man 3. So we talked about all the money and that's when you set up Long story
1: short, Iron Man 3, freaking loved it. Star Trek really liked it, but not as much as the 2009 reboot. And that's all I'm going to say because I don't want to give, because both of them, I would have to go into too much spoiler territory in order to... Expound upon my reasons.
0: Well, we'll revisit that later when it's been out for a while. Yeah, when everybody's seen him. Okay,
1: which I'm sure everybody but you will have. Right. And, <laughs> and I oh, will. But
0: I mean, but you did like Iron Man three. So let me ask you this: You think, based on what we know, yeah, films are coming out this year. Do you think it's uh I mean not box office we talked about that it's it no one's going to touch it. You, do you think for you it'll be best movie of the year? No,
1: I don't think it'll be best movie of the year, but it will be
0: Not award, but best movie for you like No, no,
1: no. Yeah, I would say it's the most fun I've had since in a theater since the Avengers. So no. it, it would be Yeah, I don't know. I would I don't know that when it all when all the dust settles that I would say that it would be my favorite of the year, but okay. it would be in my top, it would be in my top five or ten of the year for sure.
0: Okay, so really great, you don't it. Yeah, be-
1: oh, absolutely, yeah. It was, you know, and Shane Black, having written and directed it, you know, he wrote, we've talked about this, he wrote *Lethal yeah. Weapon, Monster Squad, and a bunch of other great 80s-ish movies, and uh, it just, there's the best part about it, and, and really the only knock I've heard anybody say is that it was more Tony Stark than Iron Man, and I actually love that, because...
0: Right. So I that was a That for was a re- you.
1: yeah, it was yeah, it was great. It was the dialogue was fantastic. It was just great. Cool. Especially for being number three in a series. Because usually, Jay, <laughs> usually when there's by the time you should get up to three, fours, or fives, it's it starts getting rough in most series. <laughs> Wouldn't you agree? You know How you like I, that? How I, you like that? You like that segue? That was pretty good. That huh? was a
0: segue. Man, that was an off road segue with those yeah. cool knobby wheels yeah. and the not like the a not like the onerous
1: on segue going over a cliff. <laughs> What? (laughs) Too soon?
0: Yes, too soon. Yeah. Don't make fun of Segway now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That was nice. And actually, that's kind of funny because um, this weekend, uh, was it this weekend it came out? Fast and Furious 6? Uh, Yes,
1: this this past weekend. Now, we're recording this. It is May 29th. Yep. So by the time you're hearing this, although this is actually, this episode will have been out a week after our last episode. So this is the closest we've uh, put out uh, in a couple two, episodes in a, in a while.
0: No, two weeks. No? No, you're, you're, no, trust me. You
1: sure about that? Because we're I'm announcing awesome. a certain other thing in this episode. No, but that still
0: fills in between episodes, so that's still two weeks between. Trust me.
1: June 5th is next week.
0: Yeah, that's when we record, not release.
1: Yeah, but the following week is when I, this would be a little inside baseball you guys are getting to listen to. What I was saying, what I'm saying is I could have sworn this episode that we're recording right now is going to be released on the 5th. No. We record another one and I'll just say it may or may not be an off-script episode on the 5th that goes out that following 12th. Isn't the 12th no. the first episode of other things?
0: Uh no. We'll take this offline. I'll show you on a calendar. But okay. no, trust
1: me. All right. All right. I defer.
0: Anyway, so this has been out for a couple weeks. Right. Um, but I think the surprise for me was I heard of, a, you know, it's Memorial Day weekend. It came out yeah. right May 24th or whatever that weekend. And it blew the box office away. It was a number one movie. And I thought and it continued to do well. I mean, the whole weekend, it was one of the biggest uh, Memorial Day weekends in. A long time, if not one of the best. I don't know the numbers on it, but it was a big, big weekend. And so I just thought, God, was I sleeping or something? Because I've seen parts of Fast and Furious 1, but, I'm, you know, I don't hate it. And I'm not a hater on the series. But since when does a part six suddenly bring the franchise back to life? And it was huge. And so I just surprised me. And I was trying to think I've never – I don't remember any uh, any series of movies, and I guess we've talked about this, but I don't really count James Bond because those weren't necessarily sequels. I mean, there were generally there were a couple sequels in there, I guess, but you know, yeah, I weren't. feel like
1: a sequel is carrying a certain storyline. It's right. not just the characters that continue. That you could make the argument is a sequel, but oftentimes, especially with James Bond, because James Bond doesn't really grow and change too much as a character from movie to movie. Yeah,
0: so, and there's no, and, and it, plus it's reboot, it goes back in yeah, time. Yeah, and then, yeah, you
1: do know. you consider, uh, is, a, is a Roger Moore, James Bond movie a sequel to one, the ones from Sean Connery? I, you know, I don't think yeah. you can do that, but.
0: No, I don't think so. Um, but anyway, I just don't recall any. any I did some research.
1: I, I, I do, I have been thinking about this, Jason. Actually. Really? Yeah. There have, so if there you are, tell
0: me Friday the 13th, part six did better uh, than that. damn it. <laughs> was it really?
1: Jason lives doesn't count. No, it doesn't. You could make the argument it was a reboot. For, well, a a reboot and a an enlivening and a and a jolt of electricity. And those of you that are Friday the Thirteenth <laughs> fans get that reference for this for that particular franchise because if I'm not mistaken, I want to say it was one of the higher grossing Friday the Thirteenth pictures, especially after Five, which was god awful and then maybe well, that
0: is kind of a magic number i mean maybe
1: well for, well well then of course we also have a nightmare on Elm street six Freddy's dead the f- oh wait no that was horrible and <laughs> bombed off of may have been wait,
0: which one was dream warriors
1: that dream warriors is three patricia mm.
0: was um, i liked that one yeah yeah i did like i that believe one.
1: craven wrote the screenplay for two and one two and three Okay. Or had a heavy, heavy hand in the story. I want to say he may have written the screenplay, or at least co-wrote it. And and then he laid off of that. I was like actually I was like part four dream uh dream master. Mm-hmm. That was Renny Harlan directed that. And Dream uh Dream Child Part Five was the one that the kid at the beginning Jurassic Park with the big eyes who yeah, yeah, that yeah. Grant does the whole raptor claw thing. Yes. <laughs> it looks like a big turkey. It's turkey. <laughs> Yeah, he <laughs> is Jacob, the dream child that Freddy is trying to possess. Ah, uh, how's that? How you like? That? Got it. No. Yeah. So then you get to Friday. Uh, nightmare on Street six. Freddy's dead. Yeah, the final night <laughs>
0: didn't didn't quite work for you. That was
1: the one where they did three D, but it was towards the end of the movie, and it would be just like part of a scene. So they would flash something on the screen that you were supposed to know to throw your glasses on and then it would be over and you'd have to take them off again
0: <laughs> It and, was on. and then was it would flash again.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Uh. But it, but it is known for the first one of the series where Robert England went sans makeup as Freddy. Oh,
0: uh, really?
1: Mm-hmm. And it's uh. one of the, probably the only parts in the movie that doesn't blow <laughs> chunks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's see. Uh, uh, oh, well, of course, Halloween 6. The Curse of Michael. Oh, wait, no, that was God. God awful. That was just. No, nope, uh, no, nope, no. Nope. Okay, maybe we should get away from horror. Let's see what a, Well, probably because a <laughs> few other franchises, a few other genres have that many
0: That many sequels. sequels. Okay, okay. Wait, what about, what about Revenge of the Sith?
1: Yeah, what, what about, how many Revenge of the Nerds movies were there? Uh, Oh,
0: Police Academy.
1: <laughs> oh, there we go. Five was the same in Miami Beach. Four was Citizens on Patrol. Three was back in training. I don't know why I'm working backwards on this one. Um, so six was...
0: Miami was, uh, Miami was six?
1: No, Miami was five.
0: Citizens on Patrol was
1: six. Nope, that was four. Oh, no, then
0: what?
1: Was six, there six? Six was... I think, was that the Moscow one?
0: Um, Mission to Moscow.
1: Was that six or seven? I think it was six. I don't remember. Six probably? Yeah, you look that one up. I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> Hold on. Um, I'm going to say it probably didn't do as well as the original police academy. So no. um, did hear, uh, when did uh, Gutenberg stop?
1: Dude, there's a special place in hell for me. Actually, you know, what's uh, uh city under siege. That was six.
0: Ah, uh, gotcha.
1: Mission to Moscow is seven. there are seven police academy movies and folks jason and i have discussed it highly doubt it'll be 2013 but i am thinking when the big 2014 rolls around my friend we are gonna have to do for forgotten flicks yeah a police academy Academy marathon Marathon.
0: Marathon. yeah we're we're gonna watch every single police academy i will want to die (laughs) we're gonna watch them all
1: i've never seen the first one what I, i have seen two three four five and six. I don't think I ever saw a mission to Moscow, or I it may have been one of those. I saw bits and pieces of it when it would play like on HBO or whatever. But I never have seen the first one. Isn't that weird? Really?
0: Isn't that weird? That is very, very weird. Yeah, I don't know why. I see Um That's my favorite one by far, because that's kind of when all the jokes start. Um see, actually,
1: my favorite one was always four. That's one where Bobcat Goldthwaite, it's one of his earlier movies that he was in and i actually remember going to the mall twin theater in winter haven to see that one
0: <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> wow yep um yeah i i think i've seen uh, up to five i think i've seen up to five the I miami take one back. where four, they
1: do i don't think i saw four at the mall twin i saw a never-ending story there they may have closed it down by then but it was that kind of theater that's my memory anyway i'm sticking remember- to
0: it I, I specifically remember five because that's when they had the entire boat chase scene through the swamps where they had. Oh, and of course
1: feet. it was shot in our home state. <laughs> 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 uh, point of pride, point of pride.
0: <laughs> yeah, we have police Academy five, part of Edward Scissorhands and Ernest saves Christmas. Uh, so. If
1: you return to swamp thing <laughs> return to swamp or return <laughs> of swamp thing and Daryl, which we can't <laughs> find anywhere. Damn it. I want to, cover Um, that movie um
0: uh um what was this the tv series a thunder in paradise oh with
1: hulk hogan hells yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) and christopher lemon was in that uh as well with the super boat you know
1: the yeah that's a good one right there buddy
0: okay and then what was the deep sea
1: oh yeah uh, star quest star quest Quest. yeah and wasn't Superboy shot in this area was it
0: Superboy? Uh, I don't know. doesn't sound familiar.
1: As in, as in like, it was like a Superman. <laughs> yeah, thing. I don't know. I've never okay. heard of it. <laughs> yeah, so that's all I got on that. So, the other, uh, if we're done talking about your unbelievable <laughs> confusion about Fast and Furious.
0: <laughs> yes, please.
1: A movie that I saw I've been wanting to see for some time. I heard it recommended on a podcast. I'm a fan of movie podcast weekly uh, with Jason piles, mm-hmm. uh, Carl and Andy and Josh. Check it out. It is really good stuff. They review a new movie every week, uh, whatever came out and I will warn you. They spoil it. So there are only been a couple of times I've had to postpone listening to them because I didn't want to ruin the movie. But that being said, it's a long podcast. So they go into other stuff. And one of the things they went into was a recommendation for a movie called attack the block.
0: It's not attack of the block.
1: No, Attack the Block. Okay. Have you heard of this?
0: Um, I have not. It does not sound familiar. You should be right ashamed
1: right. of yourself. It was <laughs> produced by Edgar Wright, who, mm. of course, is the director of Shaun of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Hot Fuzz, Scott Pilgrim, Saves the World, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and the upcoming The World's End.
0: Oh, sweet. Simon Pegg.
1: Uh-huh, that crew.
0: Yep, love that.
1: Yeah, and in fact... Let me see what was the guy I always brain fart on his name for some reason, and I don't know why. Uh, Hold on.
0: Who are you thinking of? The, the, the
1: director? No, the 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 Nick Frost, that's it. Oh. I can, I no. wish, uh, Simon Pegg, no problem. Nick Frost, I can never remember his name. I don't know why. It's just a brain fart. <laughs> so he's in it. He has a smaller part. But the premise is this group of malcontents. In South London are up against an alien invasion. It is similar to Shaun of the Dead in that the threat is taken serious. It's not. You remember in Shaun of the Dead, I think one of the reasons why it works is that the zombies themselves were not played for laughs. They were gross and they ate people.
0: It well, was, it wasn't. It kind of started funny.
1: Yeah, and well, it, well, it right. did, but it was sort of the reaction of the living characters, the yeah. zombies themselves, or like a Zombie Land situation as well, where yeah, yeah. they're gotcha. played straight, but the people's reactions to the absurdity of the situation yeah. gets a lot of the laughs.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. That's it's. here's the it. thing:
1: Attack the Block, though, it's not particularly funny. I mean, I didn't find it funny per se. But that being said. It's I want to say it was like 88 minutes long. It's really short Mm -hmm. and it was it's a it was a really surprisingly entertaining fun action sci-fi horror movie. It's the best way to put it. Really? It's not it's it it probably could have benefited and I don't usually say this usually I feel like most movies could cut out 30 minutes. It could have perhaps benefited with a little bit more (laughs) characterization with the, the main characters the kids. Uh, they're they're sort of set up as these young thug, you know, yeah. meet, you know doing muggings and things, and uh, you do end up caring about them, but I didn't find, as certain ones were getting picked off, oftentimes in certain movies, you create, you know, temporary, though it may be, a bond with certain characters, and you feel bad if they if get they kill. even killed.
0: If they get killed, yeah.
1: And there mm. were very few times in the movie where you felt that. Now, that being said... The trailer's a little deceiving, because when I watch the trailer, the, they do show c- quick cuts of the aliens, which are hard to describe. And in the trailer, it looked like it might be bad CGI. I don't know what happened between the trailer and the movie, but it looked great in the movie. Now, there's no doubt it's CGI, but the brilliance of what they did is it's a low-budget movie, and the aliens are... the way to describe it. Is a picture a black maybe adolescent gorilla. And when I say black, I mean like black is dark, a dark wormhole. Black. Like just a, and what's cool about it is you can tell that it's at night primarily, and you can tell it's hairy, but this the tech, it's so dark. You can see no detail, none. It's almost like a shadow, but it's got dimension. and, it's really cool because when they first see—mild spoiler, I guess—when they first see it, they see its eyes glowing. They're like, oh, "I can see its eyes. I can see its eyes." And you look, and it opens. It's not its eyes; it's its mouth. You never see its eyes. Its teeth glow in the dark, for lack of a better way of putting it. But it's uh, creepy uh, because there's these huge, you know, like I said, gorilla-like fangs, and uh, it just uh, comes running at you, and just their mouths open, and they uh, and they lumber forward very, very fast like a gorilla. And you know, these kids are trying to get away from them and then at some point stop them. And like I said, it was surprisingly entertaining. Really? And one of the I think it was one of the guys on Movie podcast Weekly said there was a certain Goonies vibe to it. And I got that. There there is a if you imagine Goonies with a lot more F bombs yeah. <laughs> and extreme violence, <laughs> then it was more it was like that. Yeah. Hmm. yeah so i is it I, on netflix or yes it is i got a, I, I have the dvd thing so it was on dvd it's not instant right but and it's I'm, sure you can, I'm sure you can find it red box it's not been out that long it's right. 2000 well it's 2011 so
0: not gonna be in Redbox. probably, probably
1: not no yeah. but it's worth it is worth checking out i, w- I would recommend definitely uh, attack the block it was it was very entertaining ah.
0: Now, speaking of, you mentioned Simon Pegg and, and World's End from the producer. Have yep. you seen the trailer for I World's did. End? Yes, I did. What, and, and now, before I ask my next question, what did you think of uh, uh, Hot Fuzz and um, uh, Shaun of the Dead? I
1: love Shaun of the Dead. I have not seen Hot Fuzz. And I was, Hot Fuzz is one of those movies that I had every intention of seeing,
0: mm-hmm. all but
1: had it in my hot little hand at the local blockbuster. <laughs> At the time, and for some reason, somebody whose opinion I guess I respected—I'm glad I'm over that now—had <laughs> really talked it down. They just said it was so disappointing, if, you know, after uh, Shaun of the Dead, blah blah blah. So it was—it was one of those. Every time I'd go to get it, there was something else I wanted to see, and I'd have one in one hand, one in the other, like yeah, yeah, but if it's not yeah. good. I'm gonna be disappointed, and I would put it back on the shelf. So it's it—it it falls in that category. I want to see it. I'm sure I'll see it. In short order, the yeah, I, within I, the next 10 years. And uh, yeah, so, but yeah, but Shaun of the Dead, I love. I think Shaun of the Dead is great.
0: I think it's a fantastic, I love Shaun of the Dead. Simon Pegg, I think is really funny. Yes, I love Simon um, Pegg. I love him. I think that from the trailer that I've seen for The World's End, it looks very similar to yes, Shaun of the Dead. it does. Um, you know, it's uh, him and his buddies going to re- relive a pub crawl, but the idea that everybody in the town are robots, which very similar to zombies in the way they're acting. And, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's them hold up, but it actually looks like it's a, it's a cool blend of that along with the old guys trying to act young again.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and yeah, the idea of them doing this pub crawl and then you mix it with the invasion of the body snatchers.
0: Yeah. Tone. Right.
1: And I did like that. They turned out to be ro- I mean, in the trailer, they tell you that they're robots right. as opposed to just alien possession. Right. A la invasion of the body center. So thought that was that was pretty cool. But there were several moments that were very funny. And Simon Pegg, I like that his character is substantially different from Sean in Sean yeah. of the Dead. Sean of the Dead, you know, he's this lovesick, and nerdy. You know, yeah, we're down in yeah. the dumps. A bit of a you know, a bit of a loser feeling bad. You know, that kind of guy. This guy, well, I think you can make the argument still has some of those attributes. He's more I don't know how would you put it just bad boy cocky yeah. there's more of a swagger to him.
0: Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. So. not so much bad boy as in a as in like a bad boy but I'd say more like he's he's trying to be a bad boy, Yeah. You know? Yeah. More attitude to him. Yeah, but yeah, I like that and yeah. that's um and it's it's cool because it's it's um it's directed by Edgar Wright. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um, who is also, uh, we put this up on the uh, Facebook page a while back with some of the prospective um, Phase 3 Marvel movies that are coming out. Oh, yeah. He's pegged to do Ant-Man, which I guess is their next big one after Avengers 2 and um, that series that they're looking, well, Avengers 2 and Thor and... Um, See, for
1: a long time I heard that Nathan Fillion was either interested in the role or was... The person that they were the most interested in casting as, really? Ant-Man. Now I don't know if at this point, I, from an age perspective, because I don't know that Man. character enough to know whether that would fit. <laughs> I yeah, pretty they, much they, be they, cool. I'd be cool if they put Nathan Fillion in anything. So I'm like, ah, well, that's yeah.
0: good. sounds good to me. <laughs> Every time I hear his name mentioned in anything, I'm like, oh yes, please, <laughs> yeah,
1: please, please come or, on. It's like, yeah, there's a handful of actors like that for me. You know him, Bruce Campbell. Pretty much all the the was the the geek triumvirate. <laughs> <laughs> right
0: <laughs> yeah it's still, Bruce it's still it's still early i mean ant-man for, other than having edgar wright is listed as a director it's it's slated for 2015 ish and uh everything's really rumor right now but yeah. i think it's cool because i think he would do it well in that it would be funny uh but also action you know more marvel actiony stuff so that sounds good i'm excited that he's part of it but i want to see the world's end um, I might not catch it in the theater, but I'm, I'll definitely catch it after it comes out. Cause I do want to see it. So now say, actually,
1: i outside actually, I do want to touch on that real quick outside of being a kid, you know, when you're a kid, any action movie starring, you know, Schwarzenegger still, I was like, Oh, I want to go see that, you know, that kind of thing. Yep. But what now as an adult, there's never a movie star being in a movie that makes me want to see it. Now, if it looks like a good movie and the movie star happens to be in it, that's fine. I don't care, but it's never a motivating factor. However, Nathan Fillion, Bruce Campbell, and Gary Oldman, and a handful of others, when I know that they're going to be in something, and yes, Mags, I will (laughs) see Tiptoe, or Tiptoes, or whatever the hell that thing was called, though that trailer was bizarre.
0: (laughs) Is that Nathan Fillion? No, that's Gary Oldman. Yes, Gary Oldman playing
1: playing, um, (laughs) a person of, of smaller stature. Uh, uh-huh. Who's a brother to Matthew McConaughey, who is just regular Matthew McConaughey. Right. And it has Kate Beckinsale. Quite lovely. Bizarre. It looked really weird. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> like, I, don't know, I didn't know how to take it. I'm sure it's awful, awful, because I trust her taste. Right. Although I, she listens to our shows. So, <laughs> so no taste. Never but... mind. <laughs> but yes. Yeah, so, no, so, right. so there's a handful of actors. When I hear they're going to be in something, that motivates me. Yeah. To want to see it even if it's crap.
0: Yeah, but it's generally for me, it's not the what I guess is typically labeled today are the big draw stars. Like oh, I don't think man. it's them. It's more just some of the particular character actors or some that I think have yeah. done a fantastic job in other movies that mm-hmm. I'm interested in. But um one. Tim of that
1: Thomerson. I wanna, Here's another one.
0: I, yeah, I would say Lance Henriksen.
1: Yeah, of course. Well, of course, because you know, Lance is our buddy.
0: <laughs> well, I still want to see the one he did in the blood. Uh, that did the film Festival Circuit. I, I guess it's on, I don't know if it's on DVD now, but it was coming. So yes. that recent one he did looks really good and cool twist. So what you're really
1: saying is you're not a real fan because you haven't seen it yet.
0: No, I'm a real fan because I'll pay more money to buy the DVD than I would to go to a theater.
1: <laughs> oh, that's true. So, well, yeah. I don't know. Have you seen Ticket Prices lately?
0: Eh. I know. That's true. So I want to hit on something. We're running out of time, but I, there's something I definitely wanted to hit on this time around because I okay. want people to do. Uh, I want people to go out and uh, uh, check out the trailer for, and it's something you told me about that now I'm really excited about. Because was, you know, it, was it
1: called Attack the Cock?
0: Uh, attack the no yeah. <laughs> weasel porn. Yes, invest in weasel porn. <laughs> Big money <laughs> down at Supercon. <laughs> Who knew PVC pipe was that expensive? Come on. Um,
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> so. when it's three inches in diameter. <laughs>
0: No, um, I'm I'm talking about a trailer called uh, for a movie called Europa Report.
1: Now, is this about the struggles of the European Union's economy?
0: Um, It's a documentary about the band Europa. Oh,
1: Uh, no. Are they the ones that did Final Countdown?
0: uh, (laughs) No, it's actually (laughs) a countdown.
1: <laughs> Which reminds me, we haven't got to do my Arrested Development rant, so continue.
0: Uh, we haven't. Um, but no, it actually, um, it actually is a, a documentary about a crew. Well, it's not really co- a
1: documentary? You know that, right?
0: I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not documentary. It's a it's a fictional movie, a fictional
1: movie. <laughs> like, you, you do know it's actually
0: not a documentary. Yeah, no, it, it, no, I didn't mean documentary. I was thinking about Europa documentary. Sorry, yeah, sorry. I, no, it it's a sci thought. it's Derail. a sci-fi thriller. Um, and it, it is similar to um, Moon. Which I love. Sam Rockwell. There's
1: another actor that I'm kind of yeah, crazy I, about.
0: That, that movie, I think there are certain movies that you, you, you don't hear much about. Mm-hmm. You, you kind of hear it from a friend. Hey, this is a good movie. Check it out. Or you hear a little buzz about it. You watch it and you just kind of sit back and think, holy shit, that was a goddamn fantastic movie.
1: Yeah. How come I I didn't know about this beforehand?
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. It, it's one of those. Why didn't I hear about this? This this is really really good and moon was one of those for Mm -hmm. me yep that at the end i mean sam rockwell was fantastic the writing was great it was it was very understated spacey's
1: voice was good
0: oh man the whole thing was really really good so um this this movie europa report looks like to me like a combination of moon but also a little bit of alien
1: well i would actually even argue a little bit of prometheus with all the crap removed (laughs)
0: The crap polished off,
1: yeah, with all the hoity toity new agey crap skimmed off the top.
0: It it looks very, um, I don't want to say low budge because it's not, but I I would say
1: no, I'd say it's low budge, not 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 in the sense that it looks it, but I'm thinking it's not a big budgeted Hollywood movie,
0: no, no, and it doesn't look like it's a you know giant sci fi sweeping scenes, that kind of thing. It's it's a crude flies to one of Jupiter's moons Europa which is uh, uh, the, it's Jupiter's fourth moon so mm-hmm. they, they fly there but all of the space scenes look very realistic yeah. it doesn't look hyper futuristic yeah. it looks very contemporary and it's one of those current future things we've talked about it feels like it's something that could happen now mm-hmm. um, but watch the trailer and if we I'm gonna spoil the trailer for a second but there is this scene in in I don't know what's happening. You just know there's a crew, and bad stuff has happened, and there's some, you know, something is is causing damage to the ship when they get there. And um, but at one's part, they're actually orbiting Europa. They're out in space, and the guys. Do you, do you want
1: to tell our listeners, our American-educated listeners, what you're? <laughs> we realize all of the European listeners, uh, all uh, yeah, our European, Australian, all the, all the Asian listeners, everybody. Outside of the continent of the United States, probably knows what uh, Europa is. But just in case, I'm gonna throw it out there and the, as one and the who, America, prior to that trailer, himself may have uh, may or may not. I'm just kidding. I know what it
0: was. But... And the Iraq and and the, yes. and
1: <laughs> in the in the world peace and the starving. No,
0: um yeah, Europa is is one of the moons of Jupiter, of as course. I mentioned. But you didn't um, mention that. I didn't hear that. I did mention it. Yep, it's the fourth moon of Jupiter to be precise. But whoa, whoa, Mister um, Fancy Pants, with his science. <laughs> but so anyway the scene is they're orbiting around uh the uh, europa and someone in a spacesuit breaks free of the spacecraft now you don't have to be european educated to know jupiter is a long ass way away so it is way deep in space even though you know we it's part of our solar system it is way out there so the scene is him just kind of silently floating away which is exactly what would happen in space no sounds it's yeah. just him breathing but that scene to me is as scary yeah. and fearful because as some de- of the be- scenes of you floating like above the abyss of the ocean when a shark is there or yeah, something well, yeah
1: well because what it is it's it's utter hopeless i mean you're done yes. There's, you're not getting back he can back. see
0: the ship he can see the ship as he's floating away but you're there's you're think, about the think about
1: the powerless and think about just for two seconds yeah. you're floating and what's your natural in you're you're going to try and push back right because if you yeah. can push back against something you get the momentum to go back forward but once you get that momentum going in space you unless you hit something you're not going to be able to an push yourself in
0: motion stays in motion yeah. unless affected by it. you're not going anywhere you're you're dead and you're not just floating back to earth or landing on but an asteroid pan- no. can you
1: imagine the panicky oh my god
0: yeah. So that scene, of yeah, that little like, moment they, is pretty They well, linger on it. Well, you know, it, 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 that's effective,
1: good. but you know, what it reminded me of remember I told you, uh, and if those of you out there have never checked it out, there is uh, American public media puts out a podcast called the truth. And my oh, friend, yeah. uh, friend, Jared turned me on to it. I've told Jason, hey, did you ever listen to any of them? Have you had a chance?
0: I have, I've listened to one. I haven't listened to a lot, but,
1: um, did you, 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 you didn't listen to the one about the moon landing. Did you?
0: Uh, um,
1: no. OK, no. you have to listen to that. I don't want to spoil it, okay. but it's a what if scenario and, and really the truth. Just real quick. Very high level. The the truth, the podcast, they do fictional old, almost old time radio stories, radio plays, yeah, it's like
0: storytelling. It's yeah. like kind of old school storytelling. I would say they're really in a vein,
1: yeah, it's almost like in the vein of, as my friend Jared put it, it's like NPR meets the Twilight Zone. So (laughs) in in, in all the best ways of that. So the the (laughs) audio production is amazingly good. The acting is great. And they're short. They're like, you know, 10 to 20 minutes long tops. And they always are about interesting ideas. And this particular one is the the person who put this particular production uh, together, found some information that back in 69, there was two speeches prepared for Nixon, who was president at the time. One was, oh, you know, great. Achievement for all mankind. Because, they yeah. on- and the mm-hmm. other one was, oh, hey, American people and world, it sucks, but the astronauts are dead and <laughs> we've lost them. So because they didn't know which way it was going to go. You know, so this was a what if what if they didn't make it back and it's uh-huh. primarily told through their telecom you know back and forth through their head mics and and, and you can hear them and they're breathing and they're talking it is it's wow it's great and but that you know we're in a little way that moment in europa report trailer and a couple of things happened reminded me of that yeah had the same vibe so yeah the truth definitely check out
0: so i'm excited um it's supposed to be coming out in june so uh that that actually looks pretty decent so
1: very cool well and then i will very quickly wrap up before we hit our cnd theater with arrested development I don't know how I feel. and I don't like that. I don't like. I think
0: that's a. I think that's a reaction I've heard from a lot of people. Is it's, what, it's I, not awful. Yeah, but not this quite the same. Like
1: I can't. It's weird. You know what it's like. It's like you have a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend that you stopped dating, but they were really cool, nice people. So you stayed their friend. <laughs> But you didn't see him for a while, and then you see him again, and like they want to be like really buddy buddy, and it's just it's kind of weird, and you don't know how to say I don't want to do this, so you don't want to make you don't want like hurt their feelings,
0: right? So you kind of go through the motions a little bit, yeah. Like
1: and- okay, well, I'm gonna stay around, I'm gonna see what happens next. Oh wait,
0: this yeah. is just this,
1: yeah. I, I, it, so it's almost like with the rest of the development. This reboot, I don't know if their attempt is to try and because you've got a lot of new people coming in would be the presumption yeah. that maybe didn't see the first three seasons. I'm of the philosophy. Well, screw you. They're on their instant, watch them and then <laughs> go. Right, right. But it's too much of the previously on Arrested Development it has that vibe. Now that might be their um, attempt to connect it to the earlier seasons, Yeah. but folks that show went off the air in 2005. Now I was late to the party. I didn't see it until what it was like two years ago. But I loved it. I we uh, my wife and I ripped through them. We loved it. Yeah. But it ended in 2005. It ended before YouTube and Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> it ended yeah. before everything. You know, podcast was podcasting was in its infancy and blogging so, as we know it was in its infancy. So
0: <laughs> Yeah, it, it it's definitely older school than I think that is. No, of no, it no, that's as. not like, the I problem. I like
1: Yeah. You know, I was gonna say the real problem though they, I'm pretty confident. I've only gotten through the first few episodes. They're acting like it's only like a year or so later.
0: I no, I heard an, an, an interview with Michael Sarah. It's supposed to be like current day.
1: Is it really? Cause there was, I'm confused. I think the problem is it's confusing by the first yeah. three episodes. I'm confused because well, it seemed heard- like it was just a couple years afterwards.
0: Yeah. Maybe they're building up to it, but how many episodes have you seen? Three, three. Yeah. Um, I heard an interesting stat. There's what? 15 episodes. Yes. 15 episodes um, today on the news. I heard a stat that Netflix reported that w- the f- when they first released it, uh-huh. a full 10% binge watched every single episode within 48 hours of its release. Wow. 10% of people. Cause it said, Hey, if Tuesday morning you had some of your coworkers came in really sleepy, <laughs> <laughs> it's because a full 10% of people binge watched all the way through it. So maybe you just need to get through some more, uh, to bring it up to, to current day. Well, I'm going to definitely
1: but, hold out to Job because I've heard, and that's why the final countdown thing reminded me of him. Gotcha. Yeah. Because the Will Arnett character is one of my favorites. Yeah. I've heard his and Tobias. They have the two funnier the episodes. And well, it was, it was just, I don't know. It's just hard to explain. It's just, it's something's off. That's the best way to put it. something's off.
0: I will say this, and this is the thing I haven't seen them yet. My wife's watched a couple cause she was a big fan of the, of Arrested Development. And she's, she likes it. says pretty, pretty good. Um, I, I will say I love the trend. I love the idea that a Netflix or Amazon video or whomever, even uh, YouTube is doing it. And Hulu. I like Hulu's been doing it. Yes, and Hulu, that they're going down the route of original productions. And I say that because I still remember going back to when HBO and Cinemax and Showtime, they all just played movies that just came out in the theaters. They didn't produce their own stuff.
1: Well, HBO and, and Showtime obviously started to do it, but I remember HBO, because remember, HBO Tales from the Crypt was original.
0: Yeah, Dream but as on. far as like mainstream big stuff, I guess, maybe. HBO would have been, been when, but
1: they were the, one of the only ones at that time that was, I don't even think, sure. they had some original production on the other channels, but uh, HBO was the one that was notorious throughout, I think, the 80s into the 90s of producing those kinds of things and original yeah. movies and such.
0: But, but the fact that they ended up getting. Re- they created some fantastic Sopranos, Six yeah. Feet Under. I yeah. mean, um, some uh, uh, fantastic series. I like the idea that some of these new media outlets are doing the same yeah. thing. I haven't seen House of Cards yet. Yeah, with Kevin Spacey. But I, I, heard I, hear that was, that's I
1: heard it was good.
0: Yeah, and that's another Netflix original. So I like that trend, and I would love to see more of it, especially as they have the opportunity to resurrect some shows that may have died off. Yeah, if there's a fan following. Okay, you know, so,
1: wait. Did I did I tell you my my dream? Mm. Firefly? Nope. Though that that'd be cool and all, but no. Netflix produces the the lost seventh season of Lost, (laughs) where it turns out season six. Nope. (laughs) Season six, somebody had some kind of brain fart or something. <laughs> one of the characters had some kind of tumor the and like the movie phenomenon. you you, you remember we broke up where you brought up phenomena the other day, the judge of Ultima. Yes. Yeah. So one of the characters had that happen, a like Desmond or something. Right. And that's what season five was. That light, that <laughs> they, flash of white light. That's what that was. <laughs> and so season seven picks up.
0: You never <laughs> know. Yeah. I can you never dream. know. Terry Quinn's getting old though, so I don't know if he could come back as Locke, but we'll we'll see. So anyway, so that's all I have to say about that. But um, I'm okay. excited to see that they're doing that stuff. So
1: yeah, it's pretty cool. I think uh, the 24 fans out there, I couldn't finish the last season of 24. It just, I, and I loved it when it was on, but the last season was just horrible. And I have heard, I am assuming it's true, that they are going to be doing a 13 episode run.
0: Yeah, I heard of
1: 24. That. So with Kiefer yep. back in the saddle so that's that, that that's pretty cool i mean i yeah. like the jack bauer character so. so
0: there's a market for it why not fill it
1: well I, I like this idea and i think if i'm not mistaken I, that's been a way in tv in, in the uk for instance for a long time they'll do they do these mini series you know i would the, the show uh sherlock right it's not yeah. they don't do these you know 20 episode runs or you know like that they do them yeah. they're smaller even doctor who oh. is that way right
0: right well then doctor who also does like a christmas movie and you know yeah they do small, more intense chunks. Um, with,
1: the, with the attention span of Americans, you think we would have figured that one out a long time ago? <laughs> Not so much. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Well, my friend. On that note, are
0: you, are you ready to go to the theater?
1: I'm ready to go to the the theater. <laughs> Welcome to Sandy <laughs> Theater with Jason D. <sighs> The, uh, sorry, man. What did you hit him with?
0: My brand new one hundred percent completed hot rod.
1: You'd have had to start in the next fucking county to get up enough momentum to do that to him. Fucking not, clown.
0: <laughs> not with four quarts of nitroglycerin riding with me.
1: Oh, oh. So what? You don't think I know learning about cars? You drove across a rough field carrying nitro?
0: Duh, sir.
1: <laughs> Do you realize what could have happened?
0: It did. I lost my car.
1: Man, don't worry about that. I'm fucking with you. The railroad will be glad to buy you a new one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see these? No one can just type in the shit we're saying.
1: <laughs> Google just going to give them back a bunch of question marks.
0: <laughs> what the hell?
1: Insane! How brilliant that was yes (laughs) Alistair McCrawley crabs that was brilliant the best part the best part is I could not if my life was on the line I could not tell you what movie that was
0: oh I know that one is I definitely know that one
1: see I don't remember
0: yeah, dig back. That one's an old black and white, but that one's a definite, that's an easy one.
1: Oh, okay. Now, yes, yeah, if you hadn't said that, because that, yeah. that was one of yours, right?
0: Yes, yeah, that was okay. one of mine.
1: Okay, I remember now. <laughs> and I, remember. I
0: think last week's, um, it was the scene in the... in the. Was it Fury to Milo? Yes, right, in the convenience store oh, or so whatever. It was,
1: okay, do you, want to, do you want to say what it was?
0: Yeah, let's see.
1: Street Go Trash. Ahead.
0: Street Trash.
1: From 1987. And folks, I swear to you, if I had my druthers, Jason and I would have done nothing but quotes from that movie.
0: <laughs> you've got to look up. <laughs> it, is, to, it is if awesome. You have a, if, if you're not at work and you have some time, definitely No, at work.
1: Up. At work. In fact, read them out loud. <laughs> you won't well, be at work for long.
0: <laughs> so can I, for those who have not uh, heard of the movie, can I read the synopsis and then I'll drop it?
1: Okay, well, I think you should read the synopsis. And then I think just i say let's be spontaneous for like two minutes let's just randomly find one and, and do it live what
0: do you say okay so the synopsis is when a liquor store owner finds a vase of quote viper in his cellar he decides to sell it to the local hobos at a dollar a bottle unaware of its true properties the drink causes its consumers to melt very messily Two homeless lads find themselves up against the effects of the toxic brew, as well as going head to head with Bronson, a Vietnam vet with sociopathic tendencies and the owner of the Mm. junkyard they live in. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. I'm just going to hold on. You read Bert. I'm going to read Fred. But here's the thing. (laughs) Read them as monotone as you can. You cannot laugh. Okay, go.
0: Ain't good for the image, Fred. You look too goddamn comfortable. People ain't gonna pity you no more.
1: I don't know how I managed to look comfortable. Fucking... (laughs) Damn it. Fucking Wizzy planted his foot halfway up my ass.
0: Oh, well. He was just planting corn. Get it? (laughs) it? Corn. His foot in your ass. Uh Aha. Hey, where's your sense of humor, boy?
1: I lost it when Wizzy kicked me in the ass.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Why have we not seen this? I got to see this movie. Oh,
1: and it's so gross. It is so gory.
0: <laughs> I can imagine the liquefaction yes. scene. Yes.
1: Remember the remember in RoboCop the guy who gets the nuclear waste?
0: Yeah, yeah. Now imagine a whole movie of that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> oh. All right. Well, if you have a guess for this week's cnd theater uh the one that we just read by all means send us an email and uh let us know what you think and we'll be picking (laughs) a geek of the week um next go round. so good luck
1: (laughs) yes indeed good (laughs) luck So, Jay, uh, any announcements, since apparently our timeline is uh, totally screwed up, or at least mine is? Yes,
0: <laughs> it <This> is. <laughs> um, yes, so for, uh, we just wanted to do some cross-promotion here. From the, for those of you who are fans of our other show, Forgotten Flicks, in which we talk about movies from the 80s with a skosh into the late 70s and early 90s, but primarily the 80s, uh, we're going to be bringing that back. Uh, so it's coming back. We'll be posting dates up on Forgotten Flicks website and on the Facebook page. Uh, but in June, uh, one Wednesday in June, as soon as we figure out what the hell we're talking about out, um, we're going to be bringing it back. And our first movie, sh- should we tell them? I think we should tell them. Our first movie, our swan, wait, swan song is leaving. So a swan yeah. dance? Yes. Uh, yes. Our swan dance, uh, Over the Top. With Sylvester Which is Stallone. appropriate for us?
1: Yes, because how we because roll. Because
0: we, we turn our hats backwards when we get serious.
1: Indeed, so it's very true. Not, it is actually I, instant. It's Netflix uh, instant right now. So if you have access yep, to that, you, wanna, you could watch it. You want to watch
0: it? Get ready. Uh, we'll spoil the hell out of it when we want. When we talk about yeah, it. Yes, so.
1: and God knows you don't want to be spoiled for that one.
0: No, my the God, plot, the twist.
1: twists and turns, turns. meet oh. me halfway across the sky. It's edge and by the way, its... if that annoys you, do not listen to that episode, because that's going to happen a lot.
0: <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, and actually, Forgotten Flicks, at least for the short term, we'll be coming back on a regular bi-weekly basis. So you get our scatterbrained yes. uh, script here, and then the following week, you'll get our f- focused, like a laser oh, beam. Oh,
1: like engine. a laser beam. I mean, that's really the reason why we created the uh, script was <laughs> right. to focus us. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, So every
1: week, what you're saying is every week, they have the potential to have their ears bleed.
0: uh, Every week, uh, different ear, right ear, one week, left ear, the other. So I won't,
1: I won't won't mix down the channels and that's exactly what'll happen. (laughs) It'll all be one channel and I'll be the other. Okay. So uh, Jay, uh, do you want to maybe, I don't know, hit him with some knowledge?
0: For more Offscript action, go to offscriptpodcast.com. Join our Facebook group or follow us on Twitter at, at OffscriptCast. More importantly, don't forget to check us out on iTunes and leave us a review. The more reviews we get, the higher we rate. The higher we rate, the more listeners we get. The more listeners we get, the more reviews we'll get. It's a vicious cycle. If you have any questions or comments, keep them to your damn self. If you have a guest for the CND Theater or suggestion for the ADD Top 10, email us. That is all.
1: It's oh, good stuff, my friend. Good stuff. <laughs> so um, before we pack number 7 and put it in a drawer under our bed anything you'd like to say before we we sail away
0: mm, yes europa is definitely better than uranus
1: hey buddy you need to cool it now <laughs> play that for you when you were
0: in my closet <laughs> of course <laughs>